Hi everyone, this is Ronnie from Everything Vive, and before I start today's Game Talk episode, I just wanted to make a quick announcement for a Steam Key VR giveaway. Uh, the fine folks over at Whitway Studios gave us uh, two Steam Keys uh, to give away to, to a couple of lucky listeners for their recently released title, People Cubed. People Cubed came out about a week or so ago. Uh, we had mentioned that there was a, a demo that was out, uh, I think, a couple of months back. Anyways, it's a VR puzzle game game and uh, the the developers are, are big followers and 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 big supporters of our podcast so they they went ahead and gave us a couple of steam keys and we're going to give them out to you guys so the way we're going to do this steam key giveaway is if you can if you can within the next week so between when this episode goes up and and sometime around next Wednesday if you can if you can post or publish um, uh, if you can publish a steam a review for our podcast over on iTunes. So that's on iTunes. If you go on in iTunes, leave a review for the Everything Vive podcast, I will randomly select uh, two of you and I'll announce the winners at next on next week's show. That way when the show goes up, I'll announce the winners and then I'll give you guys instructions on how you can go ahead and collect your Steam key. So with that out of the way, and 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 just to let you know, apparently there was some mishap with games that were uh, put up on Steam last week. So People Cubed is one of them. Where uh, the game, I believe, launched either on Thursday or Friday, but it actually wasn't available for purchase over the weekend. So uh, you know, this is just one of those things with uh, a game like that when it releases, uh, you know, needs as much push as possible towards their release date. Uh, their release date was effectively kind of delayed a little bit because of the technical mishaps that they were having on the Steam side of things. So, uh, you know, consider this a very newly released game. Uh, so go check it out, go support, and I'm definitely going to, uh, you know, be on the lookout for any reviews that you guys post for our podcast so that I can give away those, those Steam keys next week. So moving on, uh, we definitely have a lot of, of exciting news and exciting games to cover in the next uh, the next uh, couple weeks or so. Um, I already uh, I already have uh, some time put into uh, Vox Machina, which is an excellent game that hopefully uh, me, Damon, and Zane are going to get some real good co op time in over the weekend. And then I'm also excited to cover uh, Ground Runner Trials, Jet Island. Uh, accounting plus virtual virtual reality all kinds of games that are on my backlist that i really 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 hope uh to tackle soon so i can get my gameplay impressions out but before we get into those games today's episode is going to focus on one game in particular and a game that i was really impressed with actually and a game that i'm excited to put in more time now that i've spent a good hour or so playing it that game is transpose now I'm going to talk about my gameplay impressions of a game that just was released recently called Transpose. Transpose is a, a very interesting title. It's a it's a puzzle game uh, set in a very like kind of you know I wouldn't call it necessarily bleak, but very uh, like cerebral kind of uh, very like amorphous kind of strange sci-fi uh, environment and. It's a really, really interesting game for several reasons that I'll get to. 
but really, what one of the things that's just making me realize um, after playing this game is just how incredible uh, you know VR has been for the puzzle genre lately, and how it's really looking like a lot of the most unique um, experiences for puzzle games are starting to show themselves in VR uh, rather than you know traditional games. Uh, so, kind of you know looking looking closer at Transpose, uh, this is a almost dreamlike VR puzzle game is what they're they're billing it as uh, from Entertainment One's award-winning studio Secret Location. And uh, the creator of critically acclaimed VR titles including Blasters of the Universe and Sleepy Hollow VR Experience. I haven't had a chance to check out those two titles, but uh, given how much fun I had uh, playing Transpose, uh, at least in this first hour or so that I've had a chance to play it, uh, Definitely interested in looking into uh, their work a little bit more. Um, so, the way I'm going to break down my thoughts on Transpose, and again, I want to preface this by saying I spent about an hour uh, in the game so far, and, and what I'm hearing from looking at some other people's thoughts on the game and uh, just you know stuff online, most likely this game is probably be about eight hours or so in length um, from start to finish. So take that, you know. Keep that in mind. I, I played this game for about an hour, so probably about an eighth or so of the way through the game. Um, I'm going to break down my thoughts, uh, you know, according to, to three main uh, points: uh, atmosphere and tone, gameplay mechanics, and then finally talk about controls. And then I'm going to give my overall impressions. So first, looking at the atmosphere and tone of Transpose, like I mentioned before. It has a very cerebral, kind of strange sci-fi feel to the game. A really strong sense of atmosphere, actually. And, I mean, it really adds quite a bit uh, to the game. Uh, graphically speaking, everything looks really smooth and, and clean. I ended up running it at medium settings. It defaulted to, I think, low on my system. I don't know if that's because I have an older processor. Uh, I do have a, a fast GPU and a 1080 Ti, uh, but I, you know, it gives you low, medium, and high settings in the graphics that you can choose from. And when I put it on high, it looked like there were some moments where it was kind of stuttering a tiny bit. Not sure if I if that would have continued had I played it at high, but I decided just to set it at at medium. Uh, but low really looked great as well, so I, I didn't really see huge noticeable differences. I'm not sure what it was doing uh, when I when I changed those 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 markers, but um, it looked great, you know, any way you set it. And it's very stylistic, like I said. Um, in this game, the, the first thing right off the bat to know is that this is a game about manipulating time and kind of recording yourself doing tasks to solve uh, the puzzles in the game. And so you're going to see a lot of, a lot of, of yourself uh, doing things over and over again, and your avatar is displayed uh, via kind of a, a, like a po polygonal, kind of see-through-ish figure. Um, I'm not exactly, some of the, I mean, the, the game refers to them as echoes, and I, you know, the, that's the one thing I, I can say is that some of the context behind exactly why you're doing what you're doing and what the, this like universe, quote unquote, that has been created for you um, is there. Like it was a little bit, I, I didn't really absorb it very easily, uh, just reading the, the quick kind of text mess, text uh, indicators that the game had, but it really didn't matter 
because the tone of the game um, is more than just the words and the narrative uh, that's given to you that way. It's, again, spoken through the visuals and then more so, I'd say, the audio. So, uh, like I said, you're represented by this kind of see-through polygonal kind of, you know, ephemeral avatar, uh, but then you're placed into these environments that look like huge monolithic kind of epic, you know, if, for lack of a better term, something you'd see out of one of those. I'm trying to think of, uh, for some reason, and this might just be my uh, lack of context in some of these things, um, reminded me a little bit of some of the like more temple-ish uh, kind of scenes from like the recent Blade Runner movie or uh, like like some of the uh, Covenant uh, architecture from the Halo series. I know those are probably inspired by um, like, you know, 2001 A Space Odyssey, kind of those, you know, th- these kind of big stone, you know, monumental types environments where it just looks impossible that any, you know, human race could have possibly built these types of environment. Like that's the kind of, there's lots of, of, of huge chasms that you, if you step o- over the edge of something that you're going to fall, there's a lot of kind of like laser-like see-through, you know, bridges that are created that you can walk on, um, kind of glowing, you know, pinks and purples, uh, that, that clash, you know, in contra- contrast with, um, you know, these kind of like more grayish purplish stone structures that are, that are, you know, underneath you and kind of towering over you as you're walking through this, this large environment. But needless to say, the environments really do impress. They really feel like you're, you know, something small in a large place. And it, and it gives you, you know, a sense of, of kind of not fear necessarily, but some hesitation when you're getting near the edge of things and, you know, makes you get that kind of, you know, in your stomach kind of feel um, when when you're kind of going back and forth on these little bridges and stuff. I I think it's the the atmosphere is great and you know like some of these other puzzle games that I've talked about uh, recently like you know Twilight Path and Blind and some of these you know the environments kind of do a lot to kind of make you feel like you're in a place and add to you know the tasks and puzzles that you're solving and and Transpose does a great job of that with its graphics. But what I was kind of you know, getting to is that probably more so than the graphics for me, uh, really the score set the tone a lot and really made me feel like I was, um, like I was in some kind of an epic sci-fi experience. Uh, it has a, a very unique, like electronic keyboardish synth type score, and it just feels really, really well produced and executed. And really, from the moment I turned on the game and you know was just getting my bearings till when I put it away, it's that that ominous score and kind of in the sound effects and and all of that in the background that really brought a sense of, of life to the environment and to the game itself. It it makes it super memorable and and again, like not all games have these types of really great scores. And I mean, looking back at at. Uh, like games like Downward Spiral, for example, is another example of a game that had a great kind of you know classic sci-fi feel to it. A lot of that has to do with the sound design and the the audio, and I think that Transpose does a really really solid job on both the graphical but also the the audio side of things. So now moving to the gameplay mechanics of Transpose, um, 
Again, like I mentioned, this is a game all about puzzle solving. And for the most part, you're going to be using uh, time mechanics uh, to solve the puzzles, using what are termed echoes in the game, which is basic, basically a way to record yourself doing a certain task. And at the beginning, they really ease you into understanding how, the, how you're supposed to use those echoes. You, can, you usually collect them, you know, th- you collect them through the initial stages and they're rep- uh, that the game is kind of teaching you its mechanics. And they represent that by when you, basically when you grab these orbs from these echoes that, are, that have been left in the levels before you were there, um, it adds a ring to one of your arms. And the more echoes you collect, the more rings you get on your arm, and you're able to then use that many recordings. You know, each, each echo or each uh, band on your wrist is a different recording of yourself doing a task, and you start being able to, you know, use very like you know multiple multiples of those in order to solve the various stages of the puzzles. And a lot of times, you need to kind of figure out, you know, the order in which you need to do things, and when you need to do them, in what stages, and you know, in order to kind of you know coordinate all of the efforts of all of your echoes together in order to get past a certain level, and. You know the time manipulation uh, mechanic here is very strong, and I would say the coolest part about this in VR, and this is why, like I was alluding to, kind of at the beginning of of, of my of my impressions of Transpose, is why I think uh, a lot of these puzzle games really have a new sense of life and and really uh, a unique uh, feel to them compared to traditional video games. Is that more so than like if let's say you were playing a game where you're able to record an in-game avatar that's just 2D? Uh, that avatar is just going to be moved by your controller, and all the animations of that character being recorded are just you know the, the animations that the developers put in there, and you see yourself doing something. Sure, there's a little bit of personality to the recording. But for the most part, you know, it just feels like you're watching the in-game avatar do its thing when you're looking at your own recordings and interacting with them. In Transpose, you're recording yourself in VR. And all of the animations of the avatar that you're recording are all animations. They're not animations, really. They're, they're all movements that you produced, that you did while you were interacting with the puzzle the first time around. And so... Um, you know, throughout these puzzles, sometimes you'll be tossing things from one side of the level to another um, for your later for yourself later to use in a different time period and uh, during the you know solving of the puzzle. And in a sense, you start actually interacting with yourself in these puzzles by by recording yourself, you know, in these throwing actions, for example, or movements, so you know, flicking switches and so on. And so you are actually like sometimes you're tossing something to yourself, and to watch your the echoes that you recorded, um, you know, go through the level and then interact with them in that in that way. It, it's it's really cool because I mean one of the best things about VR co-op, for example, is the fact that uh, people are really able to express themselves highly in these games. Uh, You feel like someone's actually physically there. And it's a really interesting concept to be playing a VR title with yourself. And that's exactly what's often happening um, in, in, in Transpose when you're solving these puzzles. 
So definitely super, super, you know, cool concept, very unique. And like I said, it's, it's something that I think uh, has a quality to it that you wouldn't be able to uh, really experience in any other type of, uh, on any other type of platform. Uh, you know, I'm always a fan of specific you know, elements that you can, that, that are specific to VR that set a, a title apart from other t- types of titles. And Transpose has that in the way they, they handle this, this recording. I mean, obviously a lot of the puzzles themselves are you manipulating switches and throwing things and all that kind of stuff, which are inherently things that work very well in VR. But I think it's the sense that you are interacting with yourself in the game and to be able to see yourself uh, moving through the environment and doing these tasks, um, I think that's the coolest part of this game, and it's something that you know is super unique to VR. So finally, I'm going to talk about controls, and the controls in this game are kind of a mixed bag in terms of uh, I think I think you know based on I didn't get a chance to play it on the Rift. I'm kind of curious if the uh, if the the touch controllers do a better job of this since they use the stick or if it's just you know if they're just using the stick on the rift controllers the same way that they used the pads on the thumb pads on the vive wands but uh, you know basically the game has a lot to juggle in terms of mechanics and 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 uh you know different types of uh different types of inputs that the player has in the in the game and in the environment and for the most part, you know, they do a good job of, of finding ways to map those onto the controllers. Uh, the game, however, um, does have some limitations in terms of what it, how it allows you to move around that can sometimes be, be a little bit off-putting. And I, I think it would be less so um, if you are using a wireless uh, setup. So if you have the, the Vive wireless adapter or if you're using a TP-Cast, uh, you might have a, a better experience with some of this stuff. Um, but you know, it's it's nothing that you won't you know get around anyways. It's just something to to, to mention. Uh, so the game lets you uh, it gives you limited free range locomotion by pushing forward on one of the touchpads. Uh, so on the left touchpad, if you touch the the up you know kind of portion the top portion of the thumb pad, it will move you forward. However. You can snap. You can only snap right or left by using the the side buttons. So, or by using the the by pressing right or left on the thumb pad, it doesn't actually free range move that way. It doesn't let you strafe side to side. And then, most importantly for me, it doesn't let you step backwards by pressing down on the thumb pad. And that was the hardest part for me because, I mean, yeah, you can snap back and forth. Um, and use that, and if you really wanted to uh, turn backwards and, and go forward again and do it that way. But you know, sometimes when you're moving around, you by pushing forward, you get a little bit too close to the edge. Rather than having to turn yourself, you don't. You just want to step backwards, and the game doesn't let you do that. And I, I've seen this in a, in a, quite a few games actually. In in transpose, they I, I there wasn't a lot of ways around it since. Um, they do use the other portions of the pad for 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 other mechanics, namely the the time uh, mechanic. You push down on the pad to access the time mechanic, but still, like I, they probably could have mapped that somewhere else. I I do wish that you were able to move backwards um, by pushing down on the thumb pad. 
That's, that's really the only thing I'm missing. I, I don't really care about strafing side to side, but when, you go, when you're able to go forward by the push of a button, I like going backwards with the push of a button to just counteract any, you know, you know me kind of going too far one way or the other. And, and as it stands right now, because you can't do that, basically if you get too close, you have to physically turn around, you have to, or you have to, you know, you have to rotate the character around using the, the clicks, and then you have to, to move forward to get back and then rotate yourself again. And it's just, that's a little frustrating. You don't want to feel like you're a tank, especially when it's you in the game actually trying to move around. You want to feel like you're able to move around, you know, as easily as, as humanly possible. And, um, you know, you get used to moving forward by pushing on that thumb pad. It would be nice to be able to move backwards, at least for me. Um, but as far as, you know, everything else, you're also able to teleport in the game. Um, you mostly use that to get to, to do vertical kind of and horizontal moving uh, across gaps. So anything that you wouldn't be able to walk over, you can kind of teleport to. And you can use that to, to speed up movement in the game um, when you're at far distances. Though the teleportation doesn't let you go very far. So in all honesty, I, I think you mainly will just use it to go up and down. You probably won't use teleportation a lot to speed up movement, in my opinion. Um, but I mean, besides the fact that I wasn't able to move backwards, uh, everything feels pretty good. And, you know, you're able to interact with levers, like I said, and, and grab certain objects and, and, and all of the, uh, the time mechanics in the game are, are super accessible and very intuitive. Uh, that's the other thing that the game does is it places a lot of additional mechanics on your in-game avatar arms. So you're able to kind of, once you activate uh, the time mechanic, you're able to speed it up or slow it down uh, with kind of a slider that's located on your in-game uh, left arm. And then also you're able to kind of cycle through uh, your various echoes, looking at the, at the bands that I had mentioned that are placed on, on the in-game avatar's right arm. And so all those things, you know, once you get used to them, like they're very intuitive and they feel good and you're able to do what you need to do with those. Um, so no complaints there. Like I said, it's just the locomotion thing that, you know, I almost think if you really wanted to, you could have put like a button on one of the hands or something to activate the time mechanic rather than having to press the down button, right? So you could, like, when you're ready to activate the time mechanic, um, look down at your in-game avatars, you know, I don't know, left fist, and press a button on it with your with your right hand and activate the time mechanic that way, create a button in game rather than having to use the pad for that. So then you can use the down, you know, button on the pad to actually move yourself backwards. I don't know. That's just like a, a quick idea. Not sure if that would work or not, but, um, Regardless, like overall, the, the controls do what they need to do with a little bit of awkwardness that you do kind of get around. A lot of that kind of spinning and in, in, in place kind of movements that you try to do to, to counteract some of that stuff um, are a little bit more cumbersome with the wire attached to you on the headset. But I can imagine it being a little bit easier and less cumbersome if you weren't, if you were using a, a wireless adapter. So keep that in mind. So um, with all of that said, my overall impressions of Transpose were, were very good. 
Uh, this is an excellent game for anyone looking for a great puzzle uh, uh, VR title. And, and like I had mentioned earlier, I mean, I only played about an hour of it so far, but uh, based on what I'm reading, it looks like it's several times uh, that amount. I mean, really, most of what I've done so far is just learn the, the mechanics, and it's only going to get more complicated from here. Uh, but the game does a great job of kind of guiding you through um, it. The game isn't too difficult from what I've played so far, but it isn't too handholdy and easy either. And I've definitely heard uh, that you know from from others that have played uh, further through the game that the kind of the ramp up of difficulty um, is is rather satisfying. So it's it's definitely going to be good on that front. They're asking for you know twenty dollars for this title, and I think that's a great value given how much is here and how great it all works. I actually really had a lot of fun with this one. And if you're uh, extremely interested after listening to this, I'm not sure how much longer it's going to be up, but there's a current Steam sale right now, uh, 10% off, so you're able to get it for closer to $18. I really think if you're into puzzle games, that this is a really good one, and it's definitely something you should uh, check out. So those are my thoughts on Transpose, and and really I, I leave this game uh, with a takeaway that uh, the VR platforms seem like the go-to place right now for, for great puzzle experiences. Um, when it comes to finding interesting ways of interacting with the environment, I mean, it kind of makes sense when you think about it. The environment in a, in a lot of VR titles is really kind of this, the, the main you know, secret sauce, so to speak, and how you interact with that environment is usually where you're getting the fun uh, out of the gameplay. And a great way to interact with the environment is solving puzzles. And so, you know, there have been a lot of really good puzzle games um, that I've been seeing uh, be released right now. Um, we definitely have some more that are going to be, you know, uh, you know, that we're going to be talking about in future episodes. And certainly there have been a lot in the past, but uh, this is definitely, Transpose is one puzzle game that I think uh, you know, really does a great job of doing something unique. And while it doesn't really tell a strong story, I'd say, it's, it's different than games like Twilight Path um, in that sense. You don't really have any kind of strong narrative, at least anything that I really uh, left the game with. But what you do get is a really strong sense of atmosphere and tone. And that uh, you get that experience of being able to interact with recordings of yourself, which in VR is just super fun and super cool. So uh, that said, I'm going to uh, end my thoughts on Transpose. And yeah, we're always uh, excited to hear from you. So if you ever want to you know, shoot us emails, contact at everythingvive.com. Or also you can email me specifically, Ronnie, R-O-N-N-I-E, at everythingvive.com. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you all. Thanks and have a great one.